Welcome to my podcast, Only Girl on the Job Site. I'm Renee Beery, an interior designer with a passion for managing construction projects, large and small. My mission is to empower women, both homeowners and interior designers, to manage renovation projects like a pro. My goal in sharing my knowledge and experience from working in the field for the past 29 years will allow you to avoid the mistakes I have seen and go into projects confident and knowledgeable about the industry so that your projects will be as smooth and as successful as possible. In today's episode, I am sharing a personal triumph story, a blast from my past, but it has a very cool lesson which I hope will inspire you to look through your own career to see if you have experienced this same triumph or to keep it in mind as you go forward so that you can recognize it and celebrate it at the time. And at the end of the episode, I'm going to tell you about lots of important updates on my signature course, Renovation Management for Interior Design. You are not going to want to miss hearing about this. There is a time-sensitive offer, there are updates to the course, and an upcoming price change. So listen in on my triumph moment and stay to the end to hear all of the exciting updates that have been happening. Let's get started. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm glad you're here. Before we dig into today's episode, I want to make sure that designers go back, if you haven't already, and listen to the previous episode number 100. Yes, my 100th episode. This was an engaging and detail-packed conversation with my friend, my coach, Rachel Bosick. It is truly a gift. She leaves nothing on the table. She is so supportive of designers and wants all of us to succeed by becoming a specialist within the industry, which is something that she and I both passionately believe in. So go back, take a listen, and by the way, get a pen and paper because you're going to want to take notes and listen to it over again to make sure you don't miss the valuable information that she generously shares with all of you. But today, I want to talk about that moment. I know a lot of you have had this moment where you are standing in a job site, you are midstream, something happens, someone asks you a question, and it all just clicks. You know, in that moment, I got this. I totally got this. Now, don't misunderstand that. That doesn't mean you always have the right answer. That doesn't always mean you're going to, you know, wow the client. But it means that you are confident in yourself, in your knowledge, in your experience, that you can handle whatever comes next. Now, you've likely had this experience in lots of different areas of your life, whether that's motherhood or another job or in decorating projects or as a wife, you know, all sorts of opportunities on the athletic fields where you just said, I know it, I got it. I'm so confident, and that's what I want for all of you. Now, I have not always felt that way, and if you're just joining, then you haven't heard me say, I will always be honest with you. I was, and if you are new to the industry, I was you at one point. So that is my pay it forward moment to share the experience 
that I gained from all of the women I worked with. So the story, I remember it like it's yesterday. It was 1999, and don't do the math, I was 29 at the time. I was working for Barbara Howen Ross, who was the preeminent Art Deco designer in New York City during the 90s. And I will repeat myself because it really was amazing, like crazy pinch me moment, design project after design project. And she was an expert at renovation management. So by this point, I had become a senior designer in her firm and I was being given projects to manage. Now, Barbara was a lot like me or is a lot like me, and we can't always just, you know, relinquish everything. So she was still involved with projects, but not on the same level as, you know, if she was running the project herself. Okay, so I was given this amazing project. So Pieta Terre on Fifth Avenue with sweeping views of Central Park and beyond. It was a corner building. So on the left-hand side of the apartment was the view of the Frick Museum's gardens. I mean, it really was, are you kidding me moments? Like, wow. So this project had been humming along beautifully. We were doing a lot of Venetian plastering in the project. And of course, we had to fly those guys in from Italy to do the Venetian plaster because there weren't a lot of specialists at the time doing that work. So I hope that gives you an impression of the level of work. I mean, we were literally flying in Venetian plaster artists from Italy to do this work. So I was to meet on site. I was to meet with the contractor and Barbara was going to be joining me. Now, the clients weren't going to be present. And at that time, I will admit, clients were pretty uninvolved in our projects. We would do the initial design and the presentation of fabrics and furniture, what have you. But really, they they kind of just let us go. And it was a beautiful thing. Now, this was a pretty small apartment. It was just a pied-a-terre, you know, somewhere you wanted to spend the night after coming in for an event or a gala or the theater, you know, average New York City stuff. So it was a one-bedroom with a medium-sized kitchen and a large living room dining room as one space and a beautiful master bathroom and a beautiful foyer that the elevator opened up into. Of course, I mean, why would you want to walk down a public hall to get to your apartment? Okay, so picture me standing at the window, and it was a wall of windows overlooking Central Park and the buildings beyond. And the contractor is standing there, and he and I were just chit-chatting, and I was remarking the fact that I'm really not that good at identifying which building was which on the far side of the park. And he was telling me that, oh, he'd heard about a book that would identify the buildings for you. I thought, oh, I'll have to go to a bookstore and, you know, see if I can locate it. You know, this was pre-Amazon days. I couldn't Google the thing. So we're just having general chit-chat, mainly because we were waiting for Barbara to arrive so we could dig into the content that we needed to cover that day. This conversation, I knew in advance, was going to be over a pipe that we could not move. So keep in mind, this is an apartment and an apartment building. And there are times where you simply can't move something. Now, trust me, I don't miss those days because I now work in single family homes. But back in the day and how I learned even more lessons, you had to start becoming creative because there were going to be roadblocks you simply couldn't remove regardless of the client's income stream. So we were 
basically shooting the breeze, right? I mean, this happens. The guys are working. I can't speak Italian, so I didn't know what they were talking about. And frankly, the contractor didn't know either. It was a bit of a joke. We were talking about furniture placement because we were getting to the point where that was going to be coming in. And again, in an apartment, it's all about access. So that's why the contractor wanted in on that conversation. And lo and behold, he got a page on his phone. Again, 1999, it was Barbara saying that she couldn't come. Okay, no big deal. So the contractor turned to me and he said, okay, let's dive in. And my initial reaction was, wait a minute, this is a really big conversation and Barbara's not here. Now, I had made lots of decisions along the way, but I would have called them high level medium, right? Not a really big decision that would impact the design of the apartment because we couldn't move a pipe. And my initial reaction was, okay, let's reschedule. And the contractor turned to me and he goes, all right, let's head to the bedroom. Let's discuss the issue. Now, mind you, the issue was in the bedroom. He wasn't asking me to go into the bedroom. So sorry if that was confusing. So we go in and I'm thinking to myself as we're walking in, I'm going to screw this up. I'm going to screw this up. And we get into the room. We look down at this pipe and it was about, it was about 18 inches off the floor. And it was coming out at a right angle about 16 inches from the wall. Now, the client was a media specialist, and he was getting, quote, one of the first flat screen TVs. Now, I had never seen one before. I, of course, was dying to see it, knowing that it was going to be one of the last things to come in, because, of course, you don't want to damage something like that. And so that wall was critical in the design because guess what? It was opposite the bed. Why wouldn't it be? So the contractor is going through all these, you know, thoughts and ideas of what we can do with it and this and that. And as he's standing there telling me his ideas, and they were really good ones. I mean, we worked with great contractors in the city. I got a sense of calm and I thought, well, I have the answer. Why am I just not sharing it? So we actually discussed a few of his ideas about building out the wall, creating a little soffit, how we would make that look good or not good and blah, 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 right? And we went through all of his ideas and I turned to him and I said, well, we're not going to do anything about it. And he looked at me and he goes, okay, um, why not? And I said, because all of your ideas creates more structure. And you know, again, this is a New York City apartment. There's not a lot of extra space, even in these luxurious apartments. And I said, no, we're going to put a piece of furniture on it. And he looked at me and he goes, uh, how are you going to do that and cover it up? And I said, well, we're going to have to gut something, be creative and set it on top. And I looked at him and I said, what else needs to happen to that pipe to make it secure and safe if I bury it into a piece of furniture? And he looked at me and he goes, that's a great idea. I didn't say this out loud, but in my head, I went, phew. And then I thought, yeah, it really was a great idea. So we're talking about it. He's saying, okay, I can do this. And I might want to put a little boxing around it, but it, you know, would only make it about a, you know, half an inch wider in this point and a half an inch deeper in that point. And I'm thinking, okay, I can still make that work. And and he's like, what kind of furniture piece are you going to put on here? 
And I'm thinking to myself, I knew he was going to ask that question. Uh, what kind of furniture, Renee, are you going to put in this, you know, cover this up and make it look normal? I mean, a bureau was going to be too deep and we didn't need a bureau there. And bureaus typically are footed. And so you'd see it from a distance. You know, all these things are quickly racing through my head. And then I opened my mouth and I said, we're going to put a cellarette there. And the guy goes, that sounds great. What's a cellarette? So again, this was something that Barbara used regularly on projects, a very Art Deco-y, cool looking piece. It's an antique wooden piece that inside has often their copper line, and you literally would put ice and your bottles inside this chest. And it's not that big. It's quite good looking if you get the right ones. And it's unassuming. And it's exactly what we wanted. And it went straight to the floor. So we could literally just slide it on top. And he goes, that's cool. I've never seen one and I can't wait. And then lo and behold, I turn around and Barbara's walking in the door. And I said, oh my God, I thought you couldn't make it. And she goes, no, I told him I'd just be late. Well, of course, again, this is back in the day of pagers and he had misread it and what have you. And I thought, oh God, she's going to undo everything I just said. So she said, what'd we come up with? Let's take a look. So we started over. The contractor went through all the ideas and she was always a very thoughtful person. She would listen first. She would really ingest the information. So it wasn't like she was you know, problem solving it as he was talking. And then she turned to me and she said, what did you think, Renee? And then I thought, so it's all going to come crashing down now. I said, well, Barbara, this was my thought. We don't do anything about it. It's impossible to move it because of the apartment below us. It is too clumsy to box it out in this, that, and the other way. And so I want to cover it up. And I thought we'd use a cellarette to do it. And then I waited. And I was sweating, trust me. Barbara was the nicest woman on earth, but she was very professional and had a lot of ideas and had way more experience than I did at the time. And she looked at me, she kind of you know, looked at the pipe and looked at me and looked at the pipe and looked around. And she said, that's a brilliant idea, Renee, love it. And I, again, in my head went, phew. And then she said, but we can't tell the dealers when we're looking for the cellarette. And I said, okay, why not? She goes, well, they won't sell me an antique cellarette if they know that I'm going to cut into it. Because, of course, it ruins the value. She goes, we'll tell the client. They won't care. But we can't tell the dealer or they'll cut us off. Now, this was back in the day. Again, no internet. So we would go down to the dealers directly or we'd look in the magazines, you know, the Architectural Digest and purchase things out of there for our clients. So we had a laugh about it. And I said, oh my gosh, you really would keep it a secret? She's like, oh yeah, hell, it's none of their business what we use it for after we purchase it for our client. I was like, okay. And that's kind of who Barbara was. And that's when I knew. I said, okay, if Barbara gives me a seal of approval and actually seemed impressed by my decision, then I knew I had it. And trust me, there is a lot of confidence that you gain by working for other people. And I don't want to understate that. But when I went out on my own about a year and a half after that, I knew that I would come up against issues that I wouldn't necessarily have the right answer for. But I also knew I'd figure it out. And that is what happened. So for the designers listening to me today, I want you to have that, that moment where you're like, 
okay, I got this. I can totally do this because I, in my heart, know that you can. It is incredibly complicated when you first start in. There's all sorts of new language and contractors and processes and procedures and things that you don't deal with in your decorating side of your business. But that's okay. Those are things you can learn. And so because of Barbara and the other women I worked with, I have started this podcast. I have created my signature course, Renovation Management for Interior Designers, in order to share my knowledge and pay it forward to the women who were so generous to teaching and supporting me. Because listen, if Barbara hadn't shown up on that day, would I look back now and think that was my moment? I'm not so sure, right? I would have left the building. I would have had to describe it to her in the office. She may or may not have fully understood it. I wouldn't have had the contractor there going through his ideas and options. But luckily, that didn't happen. And so I was really fortunate that the universe put her in the right place at the right time. And I came up with an idea at the right time that was really a successful solution. And by the way, we put the most beautiful cellarette there. And I'll admit, I didn't love that we were cutting into it, but it was beautiful. It's never going anywhere else. I guarantee you, it's probably still there today because I know that the homeowners still own this apartment and it worked. And that's what I want designers to understand. You want to make the decisions that will, one, move the project forward, two, do it successfully, and three, Let's be honest, we do beautiful for a living. So that's the trifecta. And so when you can create that, when you know that you're confident enough to come up with a solution that will be that trifecta, that's your moment. Now, again, have I stumbled over the last 22 years? Oh, hell yes. I will stumble again. But my stumbles are not falls. They're stumbles. Because I know in my heart of heart that I have the experience, I have the knowledge to figure it out. It may not just come out of my mouth at the right moment while I'm standing there. And sure, that's okay. You can say, I'm going to go back. I got to do some research. I'm going to let you know how I think this is going to be resolved in a manner that will move the project forward and successfully complete the design that is the ultimate goal. So, If you've had that moment, I hope you've congratulated yourself while you're listening to this. I hope you have reminisced that moment because it's an extremely important moment to lean on when you are lacking confidence. And yes, it does happen. And yes, it happens to me. It just doesn't derail me the way it used to because I know it is a temporary moment. It probably has nothing to do with me or my knowledge. It's just in the moment. So as you all know, my entire goal is to support designers to take on renovation and construction projects so that you can become a specialist within our industry. It really will be the game changer for your business as we move forward. Like I've said before, you cannot restoration hardware your way through a renovation or construction project, but a client can renovation hardware their way through a decorating project. Let's be honest, let's talk about it, and then let's build in solutions. This is something that designers can do and do well once they have the knowledge and skills and best practices to do it successfully. 
So this week, I am finishing out the year strong and offering a sale with the course. So over the past couple of weeks, I have spent a lot of time talking to designers, whether it was through the podcast review gift, whether it was through members inside the course who needed additional support. And what I realize is how incredibly valuable those conversations are to the designers. We would dive way into a topic, whether it was how to market themselves, whether it was a contractor issue, whether it was a client issue, whether it was an issue of working out of state and how to manage that as well. So I want to offer to anyone who purchases the course by the end of the year, a 45-minute free call with me. Trust me, that is plenty of time to dig into multiple topics so that you are confident going into the new year, knowing you have the tools you need to successfully continue your projects or start new ones. And in addition, I have just added over a dozen lessons to the course. I spent the last year listening, listening to designers that I've been talking to, emails that I get from designers with questions, designers inside the course, asking me about different aspects of the business. And I thought, well, if she's asking me, others will be wondering as well. Let's add it to the course. There is so much in there now. I am so excited for you to have those resources at your disposal. I mean, everything from the switching plans that you always are hearing me talking about, because yes, I geek out on them, to finish schedules, to paint schedules, to plumbing schedules, budgeting, marketing, how to vet a client. It is really comprehensive. And the best part is, I'm not done. I am considering this course a living course, because no two projects are alike. Don't let that scare you. To me, that's a bonus. And I understand there'll be more questions that come up, and I am happy to add lessons accordingly. It really is that important to me to make sure that this course has everything a designer needs from start to finish. So now is the time to get in. Because lastly, I will be honest, the price will be going up in 2023 because it is crazy valuable now with so much content. But I want you to have a chance to get all of that content for the current price. It is unbelievable savings and an investment you will easily recoup just starting a new project. So my advice to everyone listening is invest in yourself, invest in your firm and your future. Taking on renovation management will make you an expert in the field and someone that is sought after not only by homeowners, but other partners like architects, contractors, and the trades. It is a no-brainer to add this service to your clients, becoming a one-stop shop where you already have the like, know, and trust factor established with your decorating clients. Lastly, I want to hear about your moments when you knew you had it because I know there are designers listening that have been doing this work. So please email me. I love hearing these stories. Tell me the details. What was it about that moment where you thought, I got this? And I will share it with the rest of the designers who are still seeking out that moment. And trust me, you will get there. You absolutely will get there. The course, by the way, is basically a fast forward button 
to the years of experience I had on all of those job sites working for other women. So as always, I can't thank you enough for your time today, and I look forward to our next time together. Thank you for listening today, and feel free to join me on social media at Davinia Design in order to stay up to date on the latest happenings in my construction world. There is more detailed information on my website for my signature courses for both homeowners and designers, as well as other material to help guide you through a successful renovation project. Make sure to follow my podcast so that you get notifications of new episodes so you don't miss a tip. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the word, leave a review and tell your friends who are starting or are mid project. And thank you again for listening today.